Hello there. Welcome to Disney Park Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Emma Albertson, and this is episode 15. Currently, I am obsessed with a new collection I found on the Shop Disney website. Probably many of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, that my favorite Disney character is Miko, the raccoon from Pocahontas. I think he's so underrated and he doesn't have enough stuff. So when I saw this collection from Dooney and Bork, the handbag designers, I was drooling. It's a print called Bambi and Friends, but it features a lot of woodland animal characters. So you've got the fox and the hound on there, Bambi, Thumper, Flower, and of course, raccoon Miko. So why am I not buying this whole collection? Well, it's got a pretty hefty price tag seen as it is a designer collaboration, but I'm dreaming, I'm thinking about it. Maybe I'll treat myself. Do you really like the wallet? Hmm. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the things that make Disneyland California Resort unique as the other episodes I did on the other parks seem to have been quite popular. I'm also dreaming about going there at the end of the year if things get a bit more normal. So I thought I would do some research and see all the things that I can do there that I won't be able to do in any of the other Disney parks. And wow, let me tell you, there's a lot of cool stuff that have made it onto my list. So without any more introduction, let's get straight into what makes Disneyland California unique. What makes Disneyland Anaheim even more magical is that it was, of course, the first Disneyland park to open. It was Walt's original dream, vision, he set foot there. And despite the fact that some of them have been modified or updated, a lot of the rides that are there today were opening day attractions, which adds that special extra magical charm. In the Disneyland Park, there are a few rides that you will not find anywhere else. So not in Paris, Tokyo or Florida. A few examples of these are the Alice in Wonderland Dark Ride. This is a kind of drive-through attraction which shows you the story of Alice in Wonderland. You sit in a caterpillar style vehicle and you go through some of the most famous scenes including falling down the rabbit hole, the Mad Hatter's tea party and trying to escape from the Queen of Hearts. As well, they have Tarzan's Treehouse, which is a walkthrough adventure where you can kind of walk up and down inside the treehouse and the surrounding area. Another thing is Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. They do have lots of Finding Nemo themed rides worldwide, but this one is unique as it features a kind of different technology. You are seated in research submarines that are going on a journey to find an active volcano under the sea. This one is a mix of real underwater marine life because as I said, you're kind of in a submarine, so you're slightly submerged in water so you can see into the lagoon, but they also make use of projection. So the story's characters are featured with their voices, etc. So it's kind of a unique mixed nature with technology kind of attraction. They also have another dark ride called Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. This one did also used to be in Walt Disney World, but it got changed to a Winnie the Pooh ride, which we all know and love. They also wanted to have a Mr. Toad ride in Disneyland Paris, but it never happened. Instead, they kept the exterior, which looks very similar to the ride in California, and they made it into a restaurant called Toad Hall, which has United Kingdom and United States inspired cuisine. 
Perhaps one of the most well-known and popular rides that is completely unique to California are the Matterhorn bobsleds. It's believed to be the first known tubular steel continuous track roller coaster. It's inspired by the Matterhorn in the Alps and you get to ride through tracks, imagining you're on a bobsled and you get to see some characters and some fun theming along the way. This is definitely one of the attractions I am most excited to try when I get to go to California. Something else that the Disneyland Resort in California has that's completely unique is a whole theme park, Disney's California Adventure. And although this park does have some similarities with other Disney parks worldwide, including Phil Our Magic, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, and Soarin' Around the World, it has got so many unique things to see and do that it's hard to keep track. Most notably, Cars Land, a 12-acre immersive experience throwing you into the 2006 Disney Pixar film Cars. You can set foot in Radiator Springs inspired by Route 66 and that area of America, and you can see your favorite places including Flo's Diner, Mater's Junkyard, and Ramon's House of Art. Disney built their biggest piece of rock art for this area, an 125-foot tall rock face known as Cadillac Range. In Carsland, you can meet your favorite characters from the film, including Mater and Lightning McQueen, and they also have three attractions. The most popular is Radiator Springs Races, a roller coaster which takes you through the story and allows you to race at the end. This one has been compared to Test Track at Epcot as it's similar um, technology and track and the vehicle is basically the same except it's been transformed into a Cars character but of course the theming is much much different and it's a lot more immersive. The other two attractions are more based for younger visitors, they are Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters and Mater's Junkyard Jamboree which is kind of a I guess a teacup style ride where they move around and all that kind of thing. There's also different places you can grab food in Cars Land, including Flo's V8 Cafe, which has a classic American food and also comfort food, including pot pies. They do breakfast there where they have Cars themed waffles. There's the Cozy Cone Motel, which has different snack areas. You can get churros, you can get frozen lemonade. And then finally, if you want something a little bit more healthy, there's Fillmore's Tasting, where you can get kind of fruits and veggies and a kind of lighter side options. This area often is changed with the seasons and they get updates for Halloween and for Christmas. This is definitely an area I cannot wait to explore when I get the chance to go. As well as Carsland, California Adventure Park also has Pixar Pier, an area completely dedicated to all our favorite stories and characters created in the Disney Pixar Studios. There are areas dedicated to Toy Story where you can find rides like Toy Story Midway Mania. There's the brand new Incredicoaster inspired by The Incredibles. And there are rides also for younger children inspired by Inside Out and Jessie from Toy Story. There is also the Pixar Pal Around Ferris Wheel, where you can move around, get good views of the park. And there are arcade games that you would find typically on a pleasure pier. As well as this, there are plenty of places to grab snacks and to go shopping, including Senor Buzz's churros. 
Other rides in California Adventure that you won't find anywhere else include Grizzly River Run, which is like a rapids ride. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which used to be the Tower of Terror, but has been reworked to fit in with the new areas of the park, as now they're introducing a lot more of the Marvel Universe. As well as this, there's Silly Symphony Swings, the Golden Zephyr, Goofy Sky School, and the Sorcerer's Workshop. Another unique attraction as well is the Imagineering Blue Sky Cellar, which are exhibitions that are changed up to show you behind the scenes sketches, artwork, and ideas that the Imagineers had and have for Disneyland Resort California. Currently, they are showing the behind the scenes process of putting together Pixar Pier. Perhaps another super popular thing about Disneyland California Adventure is their nighttime spectacular show called World of Color. It's been running since 2010 and is super popular. There's even dessert parties and dining packages to make sure that people get the best seats. It's a show put together with fountains. They put projections on water. There's so many lights, it's colorful, it's fun, and it's definitely not to be missed, I've heard. And that's why I would definitely be trying to get my fast pass for that as soon as I know when I'm going. Disneyland Park in Disney Resort, California also has its own unique land, as well as the many lands that we know and love that you find worldwide, including Fantasyland and Main Street USA. In California, you will also find New Orleans Square, a part of the park designed to look like 19th century New Orleans in Louisiana. It was the first land to be added after the initial opening of Disneyland, and it was completed in 1966. It cost $18 million to complete, and on opening day, the mayor of New Orleans came down to Disney. In New Orleans Square, you will find Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, as well as eight places to grab food and seven shops. In New Orleans Square, there used to be an apartment. It was called the Disneyland Dream Suite. It was a prize in many promotions and you were not able to pay to stay there. You had to win it. It was its own apartment suite with a private balcony, which offered a view of Fantasmic. However, it closed and now it is being used as a Royal 21 Luxe dining experience where you can fork out $15,000 for 12 people to have a luxurious dining experience. Yet another unique aspect to Disneyland California is the fact that they celebrate some special events and special tours that other parks do not have. A key example of this is Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead, a Mexican celebration which celebrates the life of those loved ones that have passed away, but it's done in a colorful, happy manner instead of through sadness. Since the release of Disney Pixar's Coco a few years ago, there is even more ways for Disney to incorporate this super great celebration into their Disney parks. You can expect to see processions, music, displays, and the story of Dia de los Muertos brought to life through the characters of Coco. There's puppetry, traditional music, dancing. You can also find the Arbol de la Vida, or the Tree of Life, where you are encouraged to leave notes for your loved ones who have passed away. 
As well as this, there are also lots of traditional decorations, including those painted skulls, and there is Mexican food. I know you could normally find Mexican food in the park, but there's extra items and special items to be found throughout this period, which is a couple of days before and after Halloween. They also celebrate the Lunar New Year, which of course is the Chinese New Year. This is celebrated from late January to early February in the parks. Who better than Mulan to present this festival? You can expect to see Mulan's procession, which has got traditional Chinese arts and dance and music, including that giant dragon puppet. There's also Lunar Cuisine, where you can get lots of different food from all around the Asian countries. I know last year, one of the key items was the black sesame mochi donut, which certainly sounds interesting and delicious. There's festival decor, there's specialized merchandise. You will see your favorite Disney characters like Minnie and Mickey in traditional Chinese costume. And there's also the lucky wishing wall where you can go and make a wish. As well as this, there's an addition to the nighttime show at Disney's California Adventure called Hurry Home, which was actually created for the opening ceremony of Shanghai Disneyland. And it's all about a little lantern trying to make his way home for the Lunar New Year. As well as unique events, Disneyland California also has some special and unique tours that you will not be able to do anywhere else. An example of this is the Walk in Waltz Disneyland Footsteps Tour. It's $115 per person and it takes around three to four hours. You get information about Walt's vision, you can hear audio clips, you get to walk around Main Street USA and find out the story behind there. You also get a tour of Walt's apartment, which is part of the reason that I think a lot of people do it, as that's quite an exclusive experience. You will also get lunch and you get a special commemorative pin, which is perfect if you're a pin trader. Another tour is Disney's Happiest Haunts tour. This one is $99 and it's two and a half hours. You will be taken around the areas of Frontierland and Main Street USA. You will get to hear behind the scenes information about the Haunted Mansion, ghost stories about the park and the people that inspired it. This one as well includes a special pin and also you will get a Halloween treat. Along with all the other Disney parks around the world, Disneyland California has its fair share of unique snacks and dining experiences. Some snacks so good that they've been stolen in other parks. Of course, in California is where those Mickey Mouse beignets began, the Mickey Mouse shaped donuts that you can get in New Orleans Square. They are now on sale in Walt Disney World as well because they were so popular at the New Orleans Riverside Resort. You cannot get them in the parks over there yet. Another snack that's been stolen is the hand-dipped corn dogs from the Little Red Wagon. I've never had a corn dog before in my life, but if I were to try one, I'd probably get one here, as I've heard they are the best corn dogs in the world, and that the California Park still rules over the Walt Disney World Park, even though they stole the snack. Another popular favorite is the Matterhorn Macaroon at Jolly Holiday Bakery. This one, of course, is inspired by the Matterhorn bobsleds attraction and is a buttery, creamy macaroon with almond and coconut flavoring. 
Another tradition over in California is the handmade candy canes at Christmas time. They are hand pulled in the Disney parks and they've been a tradition since 1968. They are 18 inch striped peppermint candy canes and there's a limited amount of them sold yearly. You can get them at Trolley Treats and Candy Palace. And there's only one sold per person. They're that popular and they're on selected dates only. As well as this, there is the Monte Cristo, the legendary sandwich. It is a mixture of sweet and savory with a batter bread that has got powdered sugar on it, turkey and cheese inside and a jam berry compote to dip. I don't know how I feel about that mix of flavors, but I'll give it a shot. As well, we also have the delicious Bengal barbecue, which sells skewers that are very, very popular over there. They have the raspberry rose macaroon, which is a Mickey Mouse shaped pink macaroon with a raspberry inside and rose flavored filling. This one has torn reviews. Some people love it. Some people hate it because of the strong rose perfumey flavor. You can also get that red rose lemonade that's frozen at Maurice's Treats. And over in California Adventure, you've got the Lamplight Lounge, which is Pixar Pier and has delightful cocktails and mocktails and the best views of Pixar Pier you can get. Mint juleps are also a refreshing drink of lime and mint. They're one I've spoken about a lot on my podcast because I can't wait to try one of those. As well as that, you will also be able to have that sourdough bread bowl with soup in it at the Pacific Wharf Cafe over in Disney California Adventure. That one is also very popular. And around Christmas time, they have different shaped sourdough breads for sale in some of the special festive market stalls. hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about the things that make Disneyland California extra special and different from its other Disney counterparts. Now let's listen to my Disney fact of the day. Seen as this episode is dedicated to Disneyland Anaheim, I've decided to keep my facts on the same subject. The drawbridge on the Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland, California can actually open and close. It has only been lowered on two occasions so far, on opening day in 1955 and after a major park redesign in 1983. So when do you think they'll reopen it again? Any guesses? That sums up today's episode of the Disney Parks Wanderer. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you giving me that time in your day. I hope you enjoyed listening to the content. And if you want to get in touch, I would love to hear from you, whether that be via email at DisneyParksWanderer at gmail.com or if you want to send in a voice note. You can talk about a past experience, a future experience, Disney Imagineering ideas, or give any feedback or things you'd love to hear me talk about. I hope you have a great week and I'll be back on Friday. Have a great week and until next time, stay curious.